Today on the Sampson County Sports Podcast with Ryan Carter, former Clinton football standout and former NFL player Leonard Henry joins me for the first of the Where Are They Now series. Leonard Henry will talk to us about his time as a dark horse, his NFL playing days, and life after football. That's all today on the Sampson County Sports Podcast with Ryan Carter. Welcome to another edition of the Sampson County Sports Podcast. I am joined today by former Dark Horse football, ECU Pirate football, and former NFL player Leonard Henry. Thank you for joining me today. Appreciate it. Thank you. Honored to be here. Let's go ahead and get started with this interview. It's been 21 years since you last put on a Clinton uniform. Can you talk to us a little bit about your favorite memories as playing for the Dark Horses? Oh, one of my fondest memories and greatest memories was, first of all, putting on that uniform because we put on that uniform with great pride, um, all the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears that went into um, Fridays, of course. But one of the greatest times was winning the state championship. Um, in 1996, um, we had went to the state championship the year before. We came up short, 16-0 to against Thomasville. And to walk off that field with a, a sense of um, disappointment and the senior class, which was my senior class, made up our mind, we're getting back here. And from that day forward, we put in all the blood, sweat, and tears, the hard work. The coaching staff did a wonderful job. And to finally, the following year, complete that uh, was just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ending of a great story and a great season. After leaving CHS, you went on to have a great career at ECU and a career in the NFL, including several years with the Miami Dolphins. What was your biggest challenge that you faced in, throughout those years? My biggest challenge was just getting acclimated and adjusted to the game because in high school, um, you're the biggest guy on the team, you're the fastest guy, you're the strongest guy. When you go to college and you go to the NFL, you find out that there's 35, 40, 50 people just like you. So getting used to the speed as well as the terminology. Um, the terminology was, was basically like speaking another language. I had to really absorb that, get in my playbook, make sure that I would ask questions. Um, the cool thing what it is is that at both levels, at college and even at um, the professional level, you have guys that will take a rookie up under his wing. And uh, when I was at East Carolina, it was Scott Harley and Jamie uh, Williams took me up under their wing. Um, believe it or not, when I got to Miami, Ricky Williams, Travis Minor, uh, Robert Everts, uh, those guys took me up under their wing and really showed me the ropes and showed me how an NFL running back as well as a collegiate running back should do certain things. And so... Um, it's a total team effort. It's not what a lot of people see on the field or pretty much see on Sundays on television, but um, everybody's trying to look out for everybody because nobody wants anybody to fail. When you saw your first NFL action, what was your aha moment that you made it to the NFL? My aha moment was getting tackled because, again, the hole opened up so fast, so quick, and I may have picked up maybe two or three yards, and it closed so quick. And that's when I realized that I was in the NFL because in college, it seems like that hole would have stayed open maybe a split second longer. But in the NFL, it closes so fast because everybody on the field is just fast guys. And so that was a fond memory. And that was my hello. Welcome to the NFL. You're now an educator and a minister here in the county. What things do you find yourself drawing on in your career as an educator and a minister that you learned from the football 
Um, drawing on all the things that I've learned throughout life and even in this community is pretty much uh, putting God first in all that you do. Um, God has made a way. He's opened up doors in my life that I never thought would be open. Um, he's connected me with people. Um, that's what I have learned throughout this whole process is that it's really so much about not necessarily what you know, but who you know. Um, I've met so many people while on this journey. It's been a beautiful, beautiful journey. Um, going from Clinton High School, a little small kid, uh, town of Clinton, going to Greenville and, and making friends there and then leaving Greenville and going to Miami. Um, I had a few stints with the NFL, uh, New York Jets, and I went out to Oakland. So I've been a lot of places based off of that little pigskin that we call a football. And throughout it all, it's just really been um, a beautiful journey at connecting with people. Let's talk a little bit about the county schools now, as they four of the schools have new coaches, Corey Johnson at Clinton, Joe Salas at Hopton, Corey Barnes at Midway, and Barrett Salone at Lakewood, all new coaches this year. From the ones you know and talk to for a little bit, what do you think they might bring to their new programs this year? I really hope, because we do have a slew of new coaches, um, I really hope that they would build off of what has already been, but bring yet their style. Um, I think sometimes the game is constantly evolving. Yes, it's always going to come back to blocking and tackling. Football is always going to come back to those two things. But at the same time, the game is constantly changing. Um, the athlete is changing. Um, you no longer can, can just work out three or four months. Now you constantly have to work out year round. So I'm hoping these guys, along with their staff, would bring in something new. Um, what they what has always been at these schools, uh, build upon that. But at the same time, don't be afraid um, to do something different, um, to try something different. I know the communities will, will not understand it at first, but maybe the community have got to realize that the game is evolving. Football is constantly changing. It's becoming a faster and faster and faster game. And, and what worked last year may not work this year. So you have to go back and make some adjustments and come out with something new. As a Clinton alum, you, we were talking about this before we started today. You're excited about Corey Johnson at Clinton. Can you talk a little bit more about that? I just left the guy a few minutes ago. He and I was in a meeting and I'm tickled to death. The energy that he brings to the team, his concepts. Um, for an example, uh, when I was in college, uh, well, I didn't, when I was in high school, I didn't know anything about a three technique, a five technique, or a seven technique from a defensive standpoint. I just saw a defensive tackle in the hole, and that's it. What Corey is teaching our guys this language, because this is the kind of language that these guys are going to have to know when they get to college. So just that part of the game there in itself, to me, is already a plus at what he and his staff will bring. Um, I'm excited because he loves this community. He embraces the challenge um, that is obviously before him. Um, the guys have gravitated to him. We've had two good weeks of um, summer practice. And so the guys have bought all the way into it. And I believe it's going to be a great, great, great season for Dark Horse football. Could we see you on the sideline anytime soon? I want to put on a uniform. I don't want you to see me. I want to try to slide in there. Uh, you'll see me from time to time uh, out there. I have a lot of things right now that's, that's obviously in the works. But uh, I'm a Dark Horse for life. And I will always be a Dark Horse for life. And I'm always going to have some kind of tie-in to this program, whether it be uh, mentoring some of the guys, whether it be training them, whether it be on the sideline, whether it be connecting Coach Johnson with this person in the community to make sure he has everything that he needs to have, because I want him to be successful. I want him to be 
um, succeeding with all that he can do with these guys because he brings a level of not only football, but he brings that mentorship with these guys. So we're excited about that. Thank you for joining me today. Our first Where Are They Now series interview. Leonard Henry, thank you. Thank you. That does it here for the Sampson County Sports Podcast. For everyone at the Sampson Independence, I'm Ryan Carter. Thank you for listening.